0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 195 of Flips and Maple Dips. It's Patrick here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He is Justin out in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Justin, uh, great sports weekend. Lots of cool sports happened this weekend. A lot of
1: sports. There were sportsing, sportsers were sportsing all weekend.
0: All weekend long. Um, the cool things, let's do our rider watch. Riders win again, baby. Yeah. 26-16 over the Elks. Uh, very impressive performance from their running back. Hang on, I wrote it down.
1: Jamal Moro.
0: <laughs> yeah, just hold on. I had, I closed the tab for some reason because I'm an idiot. Uh, here it is. Cody Fajardo, 247 yards uh, passing, one touchdown. Jamal Moro, 126 yards for a TD. Michael Pickton, 56 yards and a TD. Shaquell Evans, 81 yards. I- I'm just really impressed... This offense is chugging, and I just I don't know what to say.
1: Yeah, they they were able to move the ball for most of the game, but they were they are having a hard time finishing a lot of drives, which is what, what the same thing that happened in week one until the fourth quarter. Which again today or today last night they were able to have another good fourth quarter again. So just hope that yeah. they can start to have some more success in the first half of games because when you start playing better teams, um, yeah. you're gonna have to play a full sixty minutes in order. To the way to full.
0: look at it right now is they took two wins off uh, well i don't know if they were expected to beat the tie cats or not yeah they um, were <laughs> well i mean okay so two two wins against two teams they were expected to win against yeah um keeping pace with the blue bombers and the stamps who are are both two and oh uh great effort great effort by the defense as well yeah I, the
1: defense looks strong
0: i mean what can we say i mean i'm really impressed and uh here we here we go into week three. Do you have? Uh, I'm trying to find the next game. It's against Montreal uh, on Thursday. The Alouettes, who are not a very good uh, football team, <laughs> uh, and then they have actually it's back to back games against the Alouettes. That, yeah, you it's, don't.
1: It's a pretty weak schedule that. to start for the Riders uh, in terms of their and, opponents. Yeah, so you got and then advantage. they've
0: got. The Red Blacks, who are also zero two, so they they haven't played a team with a win yet.
1: No, they're not gonna. They're not going to for some time. But it looks of that so.
0: uh, it looks like it'll be week three, four, five, uh, week six against the Argonauts, and they have back to back games against the Argonauts. So by the time they face the Argos, they'll already potentially be five and zero. They've got or, a good
1: chance. Yeah, or better. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got games against teams they need to beat. So hopefully, they can do that.
0: Yep, I'm really excited, and uh, yeah, go riders. Let's get into F1. Uh, Max Verstappen took the Canadian GP today uh, in what ended up being a fairly pedestrian affair. Not a lot of passing in the top five. There was a little bit, but uh, I don't think it was really a shock that Verstappen. No, he uh, was he-, he was
1: the fastest all through the practice sessions and qualifying. So.
0: Very aggressive and uh, it was successful. It worked really well for him. You know who else was aggressive today uh, and performed quite well? I have to give it to him, uh, uh, Charles Leclerc.
1: Yeah, started in nineteenth and worked his way all the way up to sixth.
0: <laughs> yeah, he had to take the penalty. Uh, yeah, for he the...
1: fixed to put a bunch of new parts in his uh, his engine of his car, so had to take a he took a he took a ten grid penalty originally. Yeah. And then decided to just take even more parts and start at the back. So he took like the 20 place grid penalty. Yeah, he
0: um, was phenomenal playing catch up all day. Uh, although oh, realistically there was no chance really. Uh, I mean, I guess there was if if a bunch of other people yeah, had Yeah, there there buttons.
1: were some there were some yellow flags at near the beginning of the race that allowed him to move up a few spots and then yeah. obviously there's one towards the end that let him get on a, a nice fresh set of tires but he, he was making he was the only one really making a ton of overtaking today but that's what happens when you put the second best car on the field at the back of the track you're gonna pass some people ahead of you
0: an impressive performance <laughs> from uh from carlos
1: yeah carlos science he's yep. able to stay at the front and do what ferrari needed him to do It was nice to see both ferraris finish the race and not have any issues today
0: yep uh hammy and, and and russell finishing three four you'll love to see it
1: yeah it's it's uh, nice to see hamilton do better the the, yeah. the the mercedes car seems to be coming around and the season's only a third over so there's still plenty of time for them to make moves
0: yeah the uh there was an article that came out i think it was today about how he has to take painkillers because he has micro concussion issues yeah really sad to see uh arguably the best driver in the history of formula one uh you know Obviously, ha- hasn't had a lot of success the last couple years. But, I mean, COVID probably messed with that and and these concussion mm-hmm. issues. It's great to see him continue to push to drive. Uh, great drive by Fernando Alonso today. He couldn't really take advantage of uh, the three spot. It was a two uh, spot that he started in, actually. Was it? Oh, it was two? I, he, was yeah, I, I yeah, he, was he was on the front row. I thought it was actually
1: a pretty shitty drive, considering where he started.
0: Well, I think he had to pit. He I think he pitted more than the others, didn't he? Didn't he pit like four times? No, it was only, I, wrong? I think
1: it was only twice. I don't know if anybody in contention pitted more than twice. Yep. Um
0: Top Canadian was Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll finished tenth, picked up yep. a point. Good for him. Uh the other Canadian.
1: Nicholas Latifi uh, is a bad race car driver.
0: <laughs> yeah, he finished in sixteenth place just ahead of Magnuson uh in the Williams number six car. Um, didn't really make up any ground, and of course, my guy Sergio Perez, the guy who said I, ooh, was going to win the race, crush and burned real early. Yeah, that he started at
1: twelfth anyway, so it would have been a pretty long shot for him to move up. He it would have been ref, a long he had a bad shot. qualifying.
0: I, I would think he still probably would have cracked the top six, but he did not.
1: Yeah, it was kind of uh, interesting in qualifying uh, yesterday because uh, even though Leclerc and Sonoda were going to start the back of the pack, they both came out in Q one. And they, they both finished in the top 10 and Perez had a rough qualifying and finished 12th in that first qualifying session, which put him yeah out of qualifier too. If Sonoda and Leclerc wouldn't have come out, he would have had a chance to start in the top 10. So it was the kind of an interesting move.
0: <laughs> it was. The landscape of the standings now is quite interesting with Verstappen obviously has a, uh, a near 50 point lead on Sergio Perez, who who got nothing today uh leclerc has made up the space between uh himself and perez he's only three points back now george russell uh in striking distance of second uh and then obviously carlos uh in fifth and then a big gap uh to when you see hammy and then Mm -hmm. really the rest of them don't matter Uh, how do you feel I know you're a Ferrari guy, so from the perspective of a Ferrari, yeah, fan, How do you feel right
1: it now? W- it was a it was a good race for Ferrari. Um, Science was trying everything he could to catch the Red Bull. The Red Bulls are just so fast in a straightaway that the Ferraris don't have the straight line speed of them, but they make up all the ground in like the the, the more corners. swervy yeah. parts of the of the circuit, right? Which is absolutely which is yep. great. So I mean, Ferrari's still got some time. They got a week off before the British Grand Prix. Um, uh, I think you'll see a, a lot of teams, Ferrari included, make a lot of changes in the summer break in August. I think uh, hopefully they can come back with some more top end, but they don't want to, they don't want to take the, get more top end, but lose their speed in the corners either. So it's really a, it's really a compromise when you're trying to make changes to your car mid season. I'm really curious to see how, uh, cause the cars are like, they're a lot bigger this year than they have been ever. They're a lot wider. So I'm really curious to see how teams take the results from this season and come back next season. So, um that'd be interesting to to see how the the teams adapt to the the new car
0: uh there's a few races coming up that verstappen has has actually dominated Mm -hmm. in recent years so i'm it'll be very interesting i'm very invested uh it's i find it very interesting to see between red bull ferrari and mercedes i think we've got a great top six set of drivers yeah well
1: russell has been top five in every race so far this season
0: yeah, that's why he's got 111 points and he's within striking distance of second. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be nice to see him take the checkered flag uh, in Great Britain. Same would be said too uh, about Hammy mm-hmm. or even Lando. Hometown yeah, boys.
1: McLaren had a bad week.
0: The bit, Yeah, they did. Uh, the big, obviously it would make a bigger difference for Russell who is a lot closer. Um, we'll see. But Max, once again... Damn it! I I it's, it's the not. The flying I don't Dutchman. Hate, I know I don't hate him. It's just because I Perez is his teammate. I I just I don't know. There's something about him. I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, that's it for uh, non-baseball related sports. We do this because we want to pad out our runtime because we don't want to talk about the Jays. <laughs> if you like what we do, follow us on Twitter at BFMD Podcast. Go ahead and DM or tweet us your questions. Follow us on Anchor, Apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts find us at bfmdpodcast.com thanks guys for taking the time to listen to the episode uh please leave us a review or star rating to help more people find us uh really excited uh i think uh, halifax's pride parade's got to be soon too uh because it is pride month right it sure is is it yeah I, I, I did notice that uh, a lot of companies suddenly magically changed uh, their logos to a rainbow. The Pride Festival for Halifax is in July, so I'm talking out my ass again. Uh, happy Happy Pride Month, though, uh, to the LGBTQ plus community that listens to us. We know you're out there. We got your back. Um, let's get into the news, Justin. Not too much for us to talk about, mostly just minor moves. Yeah uh go ahead take the reins
1: sure let's, let's uh let's start with some other teams so <laughs> rob manfred as you know the commissioner of baseball has said that the athletics in oakland and the rays in tampa need new stadiums we've known this for over a decade now that these teams need new stadiums patrick is mashing the crap out of his keyboard as you, as we speak
0: Sorry, I was looking I was looking something up. My apologies. It's
1: so good. just really loud. Laugh. Googling <laughs> the distance Googling.
0: between Tampa and Montreal. I don't
1: know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so both those teams need new stadiums, but Oakland is doing their best. They have been attempting to get this waterfront stadium approved. It sounds like they're close, um, but Tampa has also released plans for a stadium, but I don't think that one's anywhere near happening. Tampa was trying to do half the season in Montreal, but baseball nixed that idea, which I think was a good call because it makes no sense to do that. Um, just either you either you move to a new stadium or you move to a new city at this point for both those teams in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think about that, Patrick?
0: You know, I th- I've thought about this off and on for a long time. We we've previously we talked about the potential thing that was going to go on with Tampa Potentially playing half their games in Montreal. Terrible idea. Uh, terrible idea. Uh, either move them or don't. Um, same thing kind of goes for the Athletics. The way that Athletics fans have been treated by their management is nothing short of deplorable. And I like the Athletics. And yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I love their fans even more. Devoutly loyal fans uh, for the Athletics. They've been there for sixty plus years. Uh, they're playing in a dump of a stadium it's so frustrating the team refuses to spend money they're waiting for oakland to be willing to pay for it same with tampa and uh honestly i i feel terrible for these fan bases uh i hate the trop too i think it's a dump as well they're
1: they're easily the two worst stadiums in baseball easily like there's there's nothing else that even comes close. Yeah.
0: The the yeah, Oakland doesn't even get the credit for being like an old stadium because it's just like it's old. It and was bumpy. built for
1: it was built to accommodate football as well too, and of course yeah. the Ra- the Raiders oh. are in Las Vegas now.
0: Yeah, and I I wouldn't be surprised if that's where Oakland goes too. It's very going to be very interesting to see what happens, uh, in the next few years. I'm I, rooting
1: for Portland to get a team. I think that'd be cool. Portland
0: Portland would be very interesting. Um, I.
1: Obviously, Vegas is kind of the the spot because they've made yep. both hockey and football work. And yeah, I mean the the Vegas Golden Knights teams. are successful teams. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're one of the more successful teams of the last five years in the NHL, and they, they even though they're they've mortgaged their future uh, and that their rebuild whenever that starts is going to suck for them. For it's going to be
1: starting now, years. probably.
0: Probably, it's really really bad, uh, but they were able to feel a competitive team instantly. Mm -hmm. and they made it interesting and that's kind of what matters and with the raiders uh moving out of oakland as well i wouldn't be surprised to see the athletics move to vegas uh portland i don't see the athletics moving to portland but tampa man they're in such a awful spot
1: yeah the only reason i say portland is because you you could just easily just keep them in their same division then like there'd be no need to do any um, reorganizing of divisions, realigning because yeah, Portland's it, on the West Coast as well. So
0: I feel like now that they've gotten rid of the uh, the pitchers hitting, now you can realign the divisions really whatever way you want. You don't have to sort of keep everything the same way anymore. Like, yeah, don't the,
1: have one, the only things to consider really are rivalries because rivalries sell tickets. Like if if the Jays and Yankees weren't in the same division anymore, like the the dome was full all weekend. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, know? I
0: mean. Well, I mean, I think you could do a realignment and maintain almost all the important rivalries. Yeah, especially with the schedule changing. Next but year. a team like Tampa or Miami, or I would argue even Atlanta and some of those other teams that are in the South, you could stick them all in like one league or division and sort of it would kind of foster some new rivalries. Um, you obviously you can't have both New York teams in a single division. It would be – you don't want to do that anyway. You want to sell more tickets. Yeah,
1: it's the same with the Cubs and White Sox, right? They're in opposite leagues.
0: Yeah. It could be – I think they should just get rid of the divisions completely and then just oh, have – Oh, yeah, just have leagues. Fifth, you have the AL and the NL, and then for your playoffs, you've got the top uh, – I don't know.
1: Top six like they're doing now, Cops, but yeah. top, for top two get a bye kind of thing.
0: Yeah, top six make the playoffs, top two get a bye, everyone else has to do a best of three and then best of seven. The rest whatever. Of the yeah. Yeah, they should do that because divisions don't matter anymore and it's a stupid who cares if you're a division yeah, champion. And do divisions you really need matter. A that bad?
1: Divisions matter even less now that they've added the third wildcard team and not doing I'm the sing- and and, and that they're not doing the single game playoff anymore. Like with the single game playoff, divisions were still important. Yeah. But now they are less important because it's not you're not just a one and done as a wildcard team you actually have a chance to come back the next game you know i
0: don't i don't see expansion happening in mlb anytime no, soon no. but in i this would economy say, no <laughs> but i would say in the long term uh the places that are most likely to see a franchise i would think would be las vegas portland almost certainly montreal but they they require a new stadium so do those other cities uh, and then I wouldn't be surprised if perhaps Canada could support a third team in Vancouver, and that would yeah. be very interesting. I don't know
1: if I see that one. I, I would see like some a place like maybe like Nashville or something over Vancouver. Could,
0: yeah, but I mean, I think ultimately the long term for baseball, in order to get it to grow, I think they do need to start considering expansion. It's been a long time. It has uh, been. It's been and, uh, since
1: the late 90s i believe
0: it was the diamondbacks and uh
1: the rays right the
0: mm, yeah i think they were the last two yeah expansion teams you can google that in your google machine there and i'll transition over um <laughs> big roster moves for the jays not really uh, matt gage was sent down to triple a and then immediately recalled after trevor richards uh quote next strain End quote. Place on the 15-day IL. Hopefully, he gets better soon. Uh, and I'm not just talking about his neck. Uh, he's really been struggling lately. Do you think he was playing injured? Maybe Justin?
1: the jokes on Twitter were that he strained his neck from turning around to watch all the home runs oh, leave the park. Come on, if he's hurt, he's hurt. I like I liked those jokes personally because they're on point. But yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully he's only 15 days because that should hopefully. Uh, Give him some time to figure his shit out. I called it the old "go to the IL to figure your shit out" move. Yeah, um, I mean, I think whether... there's probably
0: about seven pitchers of need to do that. <laughs>
1: yeah. So obviously we've seen Gage go up and down the last couple of days, but uh, he'll he's gonna be there for now, I guess. Um, but yeah, Richards needs to figure his shit out for sure. And I did look it up, and it was 1998 for the Athletics and that raise, by the way.
0: The Diamondbacks.
1: Yeah, sorry, Diamondbacks and Rays. I was thinking of the... Sh- yeah, but the, yeah, A's and Rays need to move or build new stadiums. Uh, yeah, is what it is. Um, Hanjin Ryu, Patrick, he <sighs> did have Tommy John surgery. 12 to 18 months is standard recovery time there, which makes it all the more likely that his Blue Jays career is over. 12 months on the short end would bring him back on a mound about this time next year. And then having to Started. build up. Yeah. starting. Yeah. Yeah. It's have to build yep. back up. It's 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 likely the end for him. You hope the Blue Jays got some insurance on that contract, so at least they can get some money back uh from that deal. You never teams never disclose those those type of things, but with a guy like Ryu who had had injury history and was aging, um you got to think that they had some sort of insurance there. But anyway, yep. that uh that money is dead and gone. The good news is that Ryu can be IL'd uh for the long term and that will open up another roster spot so Which, really
0: sad to see the end of his
1: yeah it's unfortunate what
0: possibly the end of his career the thing is like his signing was a real uh turning point for the jays that 100%. was when they started to invest and we made the playoffs immediately his first year um yeah. and uh you know I, I we never got a full year out of him no, because COVID was shortened in last year. I don't. I think he got hurt.
1: He did and have he an IL stint or two last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it was unfortunate, but uh, yeah, you make a great point. Like that that contract, the four year, eighty million dollar deal, really signaled that the Jays were back and willing to spend. And then of course you go yeah. and sign Springer, you extend Barrios, you sign Gosman. Um, it definitely sends it sends notice to free agents and to agents. That the team is is kind of back as uh, as a big payroll team as they should be.
0: Yeah. Um. So Justin, uh, we've got one more piece of roster moves there. Um. It uh, since we last recorded, Casey Lawrence was brought up. Uh. Then he was immediately optioned, and then we, uh, selected the contract of right-handed pitcher Max Castillo. Yeah. Uh. Who. Will wear number sixty for the Jays. Obviously, he made his debut today, and
1: it—it's tough, tough to debut against the best team in the in the league. <laughs> yep,
0: uh, didn't go great, and neither did the series for the Jays. Everybody was excited for this one. Uh, we all mm-hmm. warned you. We warned you at the end of our our uh, episode last time. You know, do not put your mental health. Don't place so much of your mental health uh, equity on uh, the success of the Jays, especially against uh, the best team in baseball. Yeah. You, you don't have to like it, folks. It's just that is what it is. Uh, so we took one of three from the Yankees. There's a good way to spin it. Um, boy, our bullpen just got – yeah, it, the shit kicked out of it. Especially Friday in game and Sunday. one. Yeah. Um, I know we said – off mic we weren't going to talk about the details but you remember how we talked about how Trent Thornton was playing with fire and eventually uh he was gonna get hit hit hard
1: he he flew too close to the sun
0: yep uh really tough uh against an incredibly successful Yankees lineup uh Thornton got beat up Uh, Strips wasn't too bad. He just threw way too many pitches. Yeah, the
1: Yankees, uh, obviously Strips' last two starts were against the Royals and the Tigers. Yeah. Very much lesser opponents. And he was able to really look elite against those two. He threw a one one hit over five innings against the Tigers. This time was a lot more, (laughs) a lot more interesting. I mean, he threw like 30 pitches in the second inning, I think it was. Um overall he threw 84 pitches over three and two thirds 58 of them were strikes so it wasn't like he was all over the place just the yankee batters when it's not a strike they're taking it yeah uh, they're, they're just much better and when he and, and when you do get a mistake they hit it now obviously he he kept the ball in the park at least give up those five hits and the two earned runs which isn't a bad thing the problem was is that montgomery yeah. went double the length and did the same type of line with only two earned runs allowed so
0: a couple of them uh, were bloops too, and I mean yeah, what are you gonna do? That's that's baseball. <laughs> it is. I was fine like I think strips is fine. I think I just oh, yeah. he had to throw way too many pitches against yeah, the team. The Yankees
1: worked was... the count.
0: Yeah, that was the problem. Um he did still get three K's, uh, but he did walk two, which were his first two first two walks in a long time. Yeah. Uh it was just the stars didn't align for him. Uh, Thornton obviously got absolutely pounded in the fifth inning. Well, I guess the fourth and the fifth. Um, Trevor Richards, before he hit the I.L., he got lit up. He he didn't look too good. Uh, Gave up a home run. And then obviously Casey Lawrence came in, pitched four innings of respectable relief. He
1: he ate those innings for them.
0: He ate those innings, and his reward was to get optioned down uh, almost immediately. (laughs) Uh, that was a tough one. The four nothing loss, uh, Justin. Yeah, Manoa the Details. Manoa got roughed up.
1: Uh, yeah, it was one bad inning for him. Really, the, the fourth inning, the Yankees lowered yeah. the bases and then had a, a double to clear him. From I think it was Hicks that did that. Yep. Um, he was. He's he's just been a Blue Jay killer. It seems all yep. year.
0: Bats were quiet. But, There's not really anything else worth talking about. They struck out yeah. twelve times, went zero for eight, runners in scoring position. Uh, despite the fact that the um scorecard had uh, plus. 0.99 favor for, I think it was the, the
1: Yankees. Yankee. It didn't matter.
0: Yeah, it didn't matter. Uh, and then today, uh, a 10-9 to win- This is actually an, a, a good story because...
1: Yeah, this was a hell of a game.
0: The Jays got out to a 2-0 lead. And then Yankees scratched a few runs, took the lead. Then they went up 6-2 and uh, it was back into... It was
1: 8-3 for the Yankees at one point. Yeah, it was
0: big sad. And then, of course... Uh, Big home run from Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Slam. The Grand Salami with Pastrami. And then, of course, Tasker Hernandez with a three-run jack. You'll love to yep. see it. Those guys have been we, – we've just been waiting.
1: All 10 runs via home run today the, They on the broadcast. The hit for the home run cycle is solo yep. a two-run, a three-run and a slam. So.
0: I'm honestly not afraid of Luis Severino at all. They seem to hit them like I know. Like they only got yeah, two hits yeah. They goal, strike out they, against
1: them, but when they 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 drew four walks, right?
0: Four walks. It was great. Uh, and then two tacos. That was terrific. Uh, you say Kikuchi didn't look good at all against the Yankees. N- uh, not a surprise. At least he
1: got the four innings because the bullpen yeah. needed needed some length.
0: Gave up two home runs himself. One against Glaber Torres. The other uh, off Josh Donaldson, who I don't want to talk about in any capacity uh adam simber got lit up didn't look really uh, like himself uh and then of course max castillo also got beat up a bit um jimmy garcia though one point one innings and three strikeouts and romano with the five out save. yeah he
1: bailed out tim Mesa.
0: yeah Mesa didn't have his good stuff today either so i mean the whole bullpen just got beat up bad the yeah. Yankees let's let's just quickly talk about something George Springer was 0 for 18 until today uh yeah, very noticeable month yeah very noticeable at the top of the lineup still sporting great numbers uh I would argue yeah. you all-star yeah. caliber season for him still but uh tough we're seeing Guerrero's continue to heat up he's hitting more and more home runs. He's hitting four oh seven, or he hit four oh seven this past week. Yep. Really happy about it. Um, not a great day for Kirk, although he did draw three walks. That's a great day for Kirk. No, well, yeah, but we, you know, we kind of need him. If he's hitting fourth, we kind of need him to.
1: He was on base hit. for uh, two home runs today, so.
0: That's true. Santiago Espin for four. That sucked. Tapia one for four. Tapia's a great eighth bat or ninth bat. He's still hot. He's hitting 300 in his last 30 games. Yeah. They need they need more depth though when it comes to their hitting. Bradley Zimmer we need somebody else has to take that role. Well, yeah and, it's
1: interesting that we, we didn't see uh Otto Lopez at all play in this series.
0: No. Uh, he no, cabin, the time. no, no Vigio cabin. No, no Played in one uh, game, I think. Yeah, I was just gonna say no cabin today though. Uh, for some reason.
1: Uh, that's because he does. He doesn't hit the velo as well. Um, yeah, I guess. And he had a couple of rough games prior to, like he was, over three on Saturday um and then on on friday he was over three as well with a walk and a strikeout so nothing not the greatest series for him but again the jays yeah. didn't have a good time until today
0: those were some uh, tough some tough yeah, games and the yankees big win.
1: pitching staff is great for the most part
0: they are their hitters beat us up especially glaber torres today
1: yeah all uh, series i think he was like eight was for good. 12 in this series or some shit
0: nothing we can do about it um yeah, I don't want to talk about it because I we're four and eight against the Yankees. Everybody sucks against the Yankees anyway. Yeah, they've uh, only lost
1: seventeen times all year. The Yankees.
0: Exactly. Uh, it's worth noting the Jays are thirty four and twenty against all other MLB teams, which uh, would be good enough to be in the wild card spot. Uh, anyway, oh,
1: yeah. they're yeah they're first in the wild card in the American League still. So. Yep. Yeah, it's tough weekend, it, but tough weekend, but hey, there's there's still like 96 games left or something.
0: Decent matchups coming up here against the Whites. I guess I'll do this. Some uh, fun gonna, matchups. This will be very interesting. Monday's game uh, at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago. We've got Jose Barrios uh, looking for some... Uh, to feast on a Chicago White Sox team that is 31 and 32 and just can't seem to get rolling. Right. Uh, every time it seems like they figure it out, they don't. Um, so unfortunately for them, they've got to face a, probably a pissed off Blue Jays team uh, that, that sits on uh, atop the wildcard standings. It'll be Jose Barrios against Lance Lynn, who is having an absolutely disastrous season? Can't say that enough. He just
1: started off his season, though. It's only been a couple of starts.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's not ideal for him to start the season injured. But anyway, we'll see what happens with him. Um, I've previously suggested that the Jays pursue him.
1: Yeah, Lynn's only pitched one. He's only had one start. This will be his second start of the year.
0: Yeah. Um, it's still disastrous if you're if you're hurt and you miss. You
1: know, 20 yeah, goals. and he he gave up ten hits in his his first start out. No walks, but struck out four. Only gave three under runs, but it was over four and a third. He got rocked for a lot be of hits. Be interesting.
0: Be interesting to see how he uh comes back. Yeah. Against a really pissed off Jays team that uh, are gonna want to smack the ball.
1: Tim Anderson should be back for the White Sox. He's expected to come off good. the IL tomorrow, so good, the good, Jays good. will see him. He was not. Uh, with the team last time due to a groin injury, the last time the Jays played them a couple of weeks ago. So uh, we'll see if he he'll, they'll have their leadoff hitter back. So the White Sox should, in theory, be at full strength, and it's in Chicago, so any of their unvaccinated players will be there too. So it'll be a best-on-best yep. a best series. I'm looking forward to it because
0: I like the White Sox. I like their team, and I like Tim Anderson.
1: Oh, yeah, um, I, I think the White so, Sox are fun.
0: I think it'll be fun to play against them. The second game, Kevin Gossman will look to rebound. After losing like I think it's three or four
1: decisions think, in a row, yeah, decisions like in that. a
0: row, not getting the run support, He's still having a great year. He'll face off against Dylan Cease. Is it Cease or Case?
1: Cease, Cease. I believe. Yeah.
0: Uh, who's five and three with a two point nine one ERA, ninety seven strikeouts. This is a, this is a, the best pitching matchup, I think. Uh, so that's also going to be uh, at eight o'clock Eastern there, Guaranteed Rate Field. Um is Gosman? do you think Gossman is tipping his pitches? Is that what it is? Or is he just I, lost his splitter?
1: I think that he's just not throwing enough splitters for strikes. If uh the hitters hitters have figured out that if the the pitches looks low, it's probably going to be low. Uh, he doesn't uh throw his fastball down the zone enough for them to offer at the splitter right now. So, I think it's just a simple game plan issue. For Gosman the Jays right now, and it's it's a location issue. It's where yeah. he's throwing his pitches. So I think uh I think they'll figure it out. They obviously probably know what's wrong. I would hope yeah. at this point, right? Yep. So I yeah, I don't absolutely. I'm not I'm not too worried about him. He's got a track record the last couple of years of being one of the best pitchers in baseball. Yep. The same thing that we had with Brios. Pitchers go through rough patches every season. Even the best pitchers are gonna get hit around every once in a while.
0: This is going to be the toughest matchup. I think Dylan Cease is like their best pitcher.
1: Yeah, he's been great all year too. Uh,
0: that's going to be a really tough game. Two righties. And then game three, again, two righties. Uh, Ross Stripling will look to rebound off of uh, you know, a tough outing against the Yankees. Against Lucas Giolito, who hasn't had a great year. Uh, still a strikeout machine. But uh, for whatever reason, whatever it is, not going great for him. Uh, yeah, that's his, an afternoon
1: his, game. Liddy's last start out was against Houston, and uh, it wasn't great for me. He went five innings, but he gave up eight earned runs on a couple of homers.
0: Ouch, oof, owie. Yeah, and um, before that,
1: it was four runs over five innings against Texas, so he's having a bit of a rough patch here. His last four yep. starts have not been good, including one of them that was against the Blue Jays.
0: So there you go, Wednesday strips again. Um,
1: yep, day game. Getaway that'll day. Be,
0: that'll be fun. Uh, any final thoughts on the White Sox? Do you think he, we got to take two here, right?
1: I uh, Obviously, you'd love to win two to three of every game or of every series, especially uh, after losing one against uh, only getting one to three against the Yankees. So, yeah. yeah, I would I would love to see the Blue Jays go in here and take two to three against Chicago. Ideally, you can get off to a good start against Lynn. And hopefully, Brios keeps doing what he's been doing the past uh, couple of starts. Because uh, after the White Sox, uh, the Jays get an off day on Thursday, Patrick, which
0: yeah they need it
1: is going to be one of their only off days uh, in the next little while. And then they go to Milwaukee to play the Brew Crew, some interleague action, which will be kind of fun. We haven't, we haven't been to Milwaukee in a while. We'll see uh, former Blue Jay to Telez that series.
0: Yep. After the games against the White Sox, although the games against the White Sox will be tough. Oh, yeah. uh, the three against the Brew Crew are going to be tough. The three against the Red Sox and then five against the Rays. Yeah, before we get some softies against the Athletics and Mariners, the Phillies are 500. So July is going to be a mix of really good teams and then some really bad teams uh, sprinkled in. Yep. Uh, Yeah. The
1: Jays and Rays, uh, that five games in four days over the long weekend is going to be interesting that Saturday is a doubleheader. It's some of the makeup games due to the late start of the season. (laughs) So, <laughs> you gotta
0: think with so many of these games and requiring a starter, you gotta think we haven't seen the last of Casey Lawrence. And as no, well if I, uh,
1: schedule. I uh, wouldn't be shocked to see him make a start in that doubleheader, or in that series, right? Regardless yeah. of whether it's a doubleheader or not, it'll so, probably be in the doubleheader because uh, the off day is this week, and then there's like another week and a half before that that series against the Rays. So, yeah. We'll, we'll be able to talk about that as it gets closer. I'm sure, we'll we'll learn more things. I don't things. think
0: we have a day off after Thursday until the no. All Star game.
1: No, that's it. It's pure baseball for basically a month after uh, after Thursday's off day. It's, it's going to be twenty one tough twenty one
0: games in twenty days.
1: Yeah, tough stretch.
0: It's going to be tough uh, again if they can float around five hundred during that time. We're golden. Just got to be within. they yeah.
1: they just got to play a game or two above five above five hundred the rest of the season to make the playoffs. So.
0: Yep. And they got lots of juicy games against weaker opponents. Uh, yep. It'll be interesting. They're gonna have to, man, tamp that five game Tampa set. That could really be season defining.
1: Well, yeah, because those two teams are neck and neck in the standings, and presumably yeah. will be all the way. So yeah, that's that series, and then there's Boston right before then too, right? So it's. Uh, a couple, of, a couple of series against two teams that are... Boston is trying to make a comeback in the standings and they've been playing amazing baseball lately. So they're a, very, a vastly different team from the last time that the Blue Jays saw them. They're only a couple of games behind the Jays right now.
0: Should be interesting. We'll be here for all of it. I think that we're going to keep this episode short. Was there anything you wanted to add, Justin, before we wrapped up?
1: No, we'll, we'll be back Wednesday or Thursday on the off day whenever we decide to...
0: Probably thursday. to get something done
1: probably thursday since we'll have more time to prepare and we'll get more info before the weekend series against the brew crew i'm looking forward Far- to that
0: yeah that we're going to do a farm report at some point probably not until canada day or something like that but yeah
1: maybe we'll we use the those, all-star break for that
0: <laughs> yeah i want the minor league team to get more games in because before we start going down the list of, of all the prospects we talked about in the offseason i want them to get more mm-hmm. games in some guys have been uh, struggled to start, and now we're coming on, and some guys who were really strong at the beginning of the year are sort of regressing to the, the mean. So it'll be interesting to sort of see how things shake down. Still got two weeks left, basically, of June. Uh, can't overlook the White Sox, though.
1: Nope, uh, I agree. I it's, guess that's it. It's a fun series. I, I like the field at Chicago, too. I don't know what it's called now. It used to be U.S. Cellular, but I'm not sure if that's what it's T-Mobile guaranteed, or something now. Guaranteed it's rate?
0: guaranteed rate field. Guaranteed yeah. rate field now. In the south end. Well, we're
1: guaranteed to get three games of baseball. <laughs> Heyo. Oh, my God. Oh. You, you know what,
0: <laughs> though? This is, I'll, t- I'll take that. Yeah. Go ahead. All right.
1: Wrap, hey, wrap us up. up. All right. But anyways, uh, thanks for listening. BFMD Podcast on Twitter. DM us again. Ask us, uh, we had a couple people reach out to us this week and said they enjoyed the last episode, so thanks for that. Uh, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, where you can find us and get us in your ears. Website is bfmdpodcast.com. Thanks, as always, for taking the time to listen to the episode for Patrick out in Halifax. I've been Justin here in Saskatoon. We'll see you on Thursday.